Ooh, great try. Yes. Ricky Ponting. <laughs> Hawk Huddle episode four for this season is here. Welcome all. You already know it's me again, Fobo. Once again, joined by the brilliant Bradley Dixon for yet another installment of laughs and banter here on the Hawk Huddle podcast. Dicko, have you been over the last few weeks, mate? Yeah, not bad, Fobo. It's been a while, but um, good to be back. Uh, played a couple of games of cricket. Unfortunately, lost a few couple of games of cricket. Uh, but no, good to be back. How about yourself? Yeah, we managed to uh, squeeze one win in there in the last two weeks, so it's been pretty good. Uh, cricket's coming along nicely now into the two-day cricket this week, which we'll get into in a sec. But just before we introduce our guest for today, I just want to bring up uh, one of the more intriguing things I think goes on about cricket, which is uh, not just the banter between club mates uh, on the field, but also uh, the chat between you and the opposition on the field. And over the last couple of weeks, I was watching, again, some of the T20 World Cup and I heard the Scotland wicketkeeper chirp uh, one of the New Zealand batsmen by when he was talking to his bowler. He said, "All of India's behind you," because obviously India lost the first two games, so they need an upset in that game. But it got me thinking. Just uh, again, just like last episode, something about you and me here. What are some of the best sledges you've heard out in the cricket field? It doesn't have to be toward you, or can be towards someone you know. What are some of the best sledges you've heard, and some of the more bizarre moments you've seen from a team or an opposition? Uh, oh, bizarre moment! I think I saw it on Instagram. Um, one of the Melville boys, they did like a hopping ball. Um, it was pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. Even um, in the field? Yeah, everyone in the field. So one bloke started doing it and then everyone was doing it. Um, I think video went up in our socials or went around a group <laughs> chat of um, us, uh, our two ones, our ones out here, Smeds and Collie were batting and the bees came over. Uh, pretty strange, but the best sledge I heard was actually on the weekend. So the young 17-year-old who for Melbourne, batted four or five, made 45, and um, he got sprayed by basically his non-striker, and the non-striker told him to take his kid off and throw it in the Swan River, which is pretty close to Tompkins, which I thought was pretty good. Um, but yeah, uh, what about you, Fabi? You had any good sledges? Uh, yeah, the best thing, I, not in a game that I was in, but uh, in one game I remember uh, hearing a story that Dorse was batting out in the first grade ground, and they were playing Claremont Netherlands and he walked out to bat and the wicketkeeper Whitaker said to him after his first couple of shots he goes oh mate are you sure you're at the right ground yeah. and Dawes not knowing what he meant said oh yeah I've played at Gosling my whole life I've been playing him my whole life so he didn't really get what that meant but another bizarre moment from last year on Frogbox as well um, Brandon Jacobs and Hayden Cobley yeah. racing each other to each end after the over yeah. and after wicket the umpire said oh boys there's one to go but there was actually two to go he did it on purpose yeah. and Simon tried a dot ball and they both just sprinted to the other end while everyone else was getting ready to bowl the next ball. So that was pretty funny, but... Yeah, no. Yeah, just a couple of bizarre moments. Strange Something, things happen on, yes, the, on the cricket Yes, very strange things happen on the cricket field. And speaking of strange things, we have two of the rarest creatures at the GCC on this week's episode. So I'd like to welcome Brian Nemich and Nick Roberts to the panel. How are you going today, lads? G'day, not too bad yourself. G'day, boys. Thanks for having me. Well, we'll start with you, Brian. You've... Uh, You've had a fantastic start to the season, first of all. 284 runs so far. 254 of them coming in the fours, which included a hundred and a half century, both unbeaten. And now you've gone up to the threes. Uh, what's clicked for you this year in senior cricket that maybe eluded you a little bit last season? I think maybe it was the lack of pre-season. And the head coach mentioned it as well. Didn't didn't come into the season with any, any pre-season <laughs> behind me and actually performed really well. So... I'd definitely recommend that towards some of the boys as well. Well, that's number two we've had on the podcast now that said less hitting balls, more runs. Yeah. 
Not a not great advice for the kids out there that are listening, but yeah. no. Proof must be in the pudding. But um, yeah, so do you just feel like you're in good nick right now, or do you feel like you know every time you walk out you're going to score some runs? Just following the same routine enables you to perform the same. It's worked for me so far, so planning to, con- to continue that and see where it takes me. And then over to you, Nick, you've been doing a bit of everything for the threes, really, averaging 18, just over, with the bat, bowling overs on slow wickets early in the year, and um, bowling early and at the death. Um, you've taken three wickets, but your economy's been just under three and a half. Uh, when you get the chance, what do you see your role as in the side, more of a batsman or, or more of a death bowler? Uh, definitely a bat, but I do the slow cartel proud, um, yeah, sure, sure. especially in key moments, you know. Yeah. Don't have to be going 140 clicks to get the job done, as Bob will know. Now, for sure, um, another moment, another strange moment, actually, was uh, Dean, which is one of our old fourth grade captains, played a couple of threes games with Nick. Dean Sanders, yeah. Um, He wants to know why, uh, how you've recovered from getting hit for one of the biggest sixes he's ever seen um, and being told that you're the slowest bowler uh, ever to be a genuine all-rounder. Was that South Perth or Perth? Uh, the purpose of threes one, that was when you got hit on to, was it Guthrie or Nicholas's runner? Uh, yeah, so that one was a waist high fully, and that went about 150 metres, nearly landed on Gay Street. What did you um, tell the batsman after that? I said something about play for the V or something. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> and then this one at South Perth, I think it was South, was it South Perth? Must have been. Because this one got hit, if anyone knows, uh, the second deck at South Perth, it went from the wicket over to the pavilion, which is a... Yeah, fair. So it's I'm, a pretty big hit. Yeah, it's a massive hit. Yeah. And look, not my proudest moment. Who said you were the slowest bowler to ever bowl? A few people. Yeah. Um, you need a couple of blokes up after they've said that, though. Drew Porter said it to me on the weekend. Oh, really? Uh, pretty, yeah, he, him and I have had a good chuckle when I bowled my first ball. Uh, <laughs> Loosen up. Yeah, sure. He got, he got, he got into shape to play that shot very nice, and he only just stood there for about two seconds, and the ball just went... Yeah, he wasn't used to it going backwards. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah might have might have put him in a bit of a false mindset there. But uh, over to you, Brian. Um, you probably have one of the better nicknames at the club with Retro. Where did Retro come from? And following on from that, is it pretty true that just recently you discovered there was a big mispronunciation of Retro? Uh, I suppose Retro came a little bit from back in the day. Probably I had some old-fashioned ways back in junior cricket. We might just leave it that in that regard. Do you want to mention your sideburns? No, well, that, that was <laughs> that another, another, con- another contributing factor, <laughs> the main one there. Having sideburns when you're 12, 13 years old <laughs> doesn't assist you too much in that regard. I'm um, not too familiar with this mispronunciation. People have been calling you Metro. Yeah, Metro. I've Metro. Metro called around a couple of times. I believe they might be thinking of Curtis, the King of Metros. I'm not too sure how that's involved with myself. Are you giving him the title of King of Metros? I would find it pretty hard to disagree with that. Uh-huh. Does that right. make you the King of Paramount? Indeed. That does, <laughs> that does indeed. Oh, um, back to you, Nick, for a second. Pretty devastating that you couldn't be joined by Elijah today, considering that you have been after twice now as probably one of the bigger bromances of the club. How do you describe your bromance with Elijah? Oh, look, if I'm going to rate most important relationships in my life, it goes Elijah, Haley, uh, they're the family. So Elijah's <laughs> definitely number one. So, yeah, look, it's pretty important in my life. Uh, <laughs> solid foundation. Very nice. Falling off of that, we've asked everyone. So who do you boys reckon is the, the biggest bromance of the club? Brian? Without a doubt, it, it falls down in the baton right? Without a doubt. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah, I, as much as I like to say, Elijah and myself, yeah. I have to go Babin Rayner as well. They're just uh, 
probably top three would be Akil and Caleb. Yeah. Yeah. But obvious one and two there, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I could not disagree more. So, Richard, we just had selections and Hyfe um, wants to know, did you hurt yourself before or after your dismissal on Saturday? And does it mean you're ready to go for this week? I'm not sure. I wasn't at threes. Can you um, elaborate on what you might be alluding to here? Oh, look, it, it definitely was um, an interesting dis dismissal, probably a pretty bad one of that. Um, but I do believe I hurt myself prior to that. Wasn't performing at my best. Um, Would that prior well, to that be Friday night? Ah, potentially. <laughs> we won't go too far into that. Um, things at Paramount stay at Paramount. <laughs> but, look, we do expect to be in fit condition for this weekend, ready to go for the first... First round of two-day cricket for the threes and fours. Absolutely. Threes and fours begin two-day cricket this week after the ones and twos just started against Melville on the weekend. But just now, Dicko's going to take us back a little bit further to the Claremont Netherlands round. Uh, and first grade did not have the best of days taking on Claremont Netherlands, did they? No, they were out here at Sutherland's, um, the first deck. Uh, they put on 187 uh, first innings. Kate Povey made... 64, um, not bad. Caleb Burrow made 38, looked really good. Um, Dawes got a pretty quick fire, 21. Um, pretty impressive to see the young guys getting their chances and taking them with the bat. Um, but probably still a couple of runs too short. Um, only putting 187 on, but definitely promising. Um, and then Claremont Netherlands uh, opening partnership chased 188 without losing a wicket. Um, and they probably showed the boys um, how, to, how to do it, really. Um, just batted with intent the whole way through. Um, pretty chanceless, I heard. Um, the chances they did give uh, probably didn't take the half chances or the 40, 60s that are ours, um, but no. But um, outdone by a better side. And then in the twos against Claremont, um, we made six for uh, 211. Um, Luke McAmee made his first 100 of the season. First 100 for a while, actually, for Mac. Yeah, three years ago. Oh, yeah. three or four years ago, the threes last one. So, yeah. good yeah. for him. Very good. So, um, the twos are pretty set on putting a score on just above 200. Um, that's their goal most weeks. And they did that here. Um, Klaus made 38. Um, good support. Before, yeah, really good support. Before Curtis and Jez both took too far, um, spin to win. And then Ronan uh, bowled pretty well late, took three for 41. Um, with the, Did the damage with the medium pace deliveries. Um, Luke's innings was one of the season's best moments uh, for the first couple of rounds. Absolutely. Um, and it was a great club figure grinding out a really, really good knock. Um, and if you don't like Mac, then you're not a good person. It was an innings for the good guys. Yeah, It's really sure. one for the good guys. For sure. So, and as I said, the twos finally got that 200-plus score, uh, which is which helps with their bowling, just that bit of extra pressure, that scoreboard pressure. Um, and Cle yeah, Claremont only made 162 in the chase. And from what I heard, it was a really, really boring second innings. They just ground them out. Um, at Creswell. Creswell, yes. We were at Melbourne stuff. So. Well, yeah. yeah, they got that. They finally got that 200 plus score, which is what they've been crying out for the two weeks before that. Yeah, yeah. And it just meant they had that bit of extra pressure, as you said, and the bowling attack all clicked. Ronan did the job with the ball. Mitch Reader, uh, Cam Sawatsky, Ichi, these guys, and then the spinners came on and spun the ball to one. Yeah, all just chipped in and um, and worked really well. Put a put a really good total on the board and first win um, the season for two. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, onto the threes, we had another good win. Uh, Chase, we bowled first, Claremont Netherlands, we restricted them to 151, and we managed to get their two down. So, a bit slow going early, the quicks didn't make an early breakthrough, but then 
your favourite saying, spin to win, really took over. Spin to win, mate. Matty Harris took his first wicket for the club and then grabbed another two to finish with three for 14. He'll feed Tommy Horan, bowled really well as well, one for 17. And then our guest here, Nick Roberts, closed out the innings really well, two for 17. And then the bats got it done. Cavs 54 not out, Nick 21 not out, seeing the innings home. After Sammy made his 53, and if, just a quick word from you, Nick. Uh, I felt like it was a strong team effort, despite a couple of blips early in the field, but uh, pretty much a replica of our innings over Mount Lawley two weeks ago. Yeah, it was a very solid team win. Um, lots of contributions, and once again, uh, blokes at the top of the order doing the job as well, setting a good foundation. Um, makes life a lot easier, and compared to recent history, it's shown a lot of growth in that area, so it's good to see. Absolutely, it's a brilliant win from us, I think. A replica of our win two weeks ago, which shows, you know, we're doing the job of grinding teams out and getting there with the bat. So, on to the fours. You were there, so how did you boys go against Yeah, so we um, uh, we bowled first. They put about 260, 270 on the board in a 45-over game, um, which is way too many. Um, probably just bowling to two sides of the wicket. Um, they had a guy that got set and batted pretty much most of the innings, and they had a guy at the end who, who whacked him, and um, they were pretty good. Uh, but, yeah, we, we could have been better. Uh, but then our batting, uh, which really impressed me, we got off to a pretty quick start with Navi and Brighton. Um, Navi got out for 29. Uh, they were basically going to run a ball and we were going to chase it down, which we thought we were a chance of. Uh, Brighton ended up going on to make 105, not out, um, which we fell short of the total of 270 in the end. Jakey got a run a ball 40, which is really good. Um, Caleb Panetta was on a hat-trick early doors. Mm, very nice. Yeah, yeah. So he ended up with three for 50 off his nine, I believe. Uh, Cog's got two in, Cammy uh, Markham in his first game back took two as well. He's been in some good form, Cogs, hasn't he? Yeah, really good form. He, uh, he's buying quick and, and swinging the ball, so that's really good. Uh, but yeah, really impressed with the batting. Uh, not so much the bowling and the fielding that week. Uh, but you know. He's had a couple of strong batting efforts, which I think is good. You yeah. need to get it right with the ball, pretty that's much. That's exactly yeah. right, yeah. Bowling way too many extras still, and, and with our extras, our lines are wrong, so we're still bowling two sides of the wicket. But, We've addressed that, and hopefully in two-day cricket we can correct that. Uh, we'll start with a little bit of one-day cricket just to finish before we go to the ones and twos, two-dayers. Yep. But the next week it's Melbourne, the threes and fours again in one-day games. Uh, third grade fell short. Uh, Melbourne batting first made 194. A decent score, but it's one that can be chased down. It's sort of probably maybe par, just over par yep. in a one-dayer. So uh, bloke from Melbourne made 100, pretty good 100. Yep. Looked pretty good. Was out early on a no ball, which is... Yeah. Always a shame, but uh, he went on and made a hundred and credit to him. But uh, the bowling wasn't as good as it could have been. We've been better as a team, but it was still pretty good to restrict him to under two hundred. So I, I I took three and Chris Dixon has also grabbed two for thirty one. So really nice opening partnership there for me in the threes. But the batting was impressive early. Blake coming down for the twos, impressive knock seventy off ninety nine rocks. Yeah. Just looked composed, hitting boundaries, hitting the ones, hitting the twos, the sweepers. And he just looked really confident in everything he did. So good for him. And then there were contributions around him. Uh, Retro scoring 30, Nick as well scoring 20. Both our guests chipping in there. Yeah. Matty Harris with 21. Best score for the club so far since it's come down. But the run rate just rose and we couldn't get there. Yep. So disappointing not to win. It was a strong team effort, I think, but just wasn't quite there. Melville's three sides quality. Expect them to go pretty deep in, but yeah, yeah I wanted to not look to the threes. There's lots of positives. We haven't been blown out of the water. Similar story for the fours, to be fair. We um, put on, well, yeah, reverse, but we put on 169 um, first innings. Timmy Horan 
Hit his first 100 for the club, coming back off a, a shoulder injury, got 103 not out. Um, I batted a little bit with him, uh, which was all right. I couldn't hit him off the square. I was struggling. Strike rate? Yeah, real terrible strike rate in a one-day game. But Timmy got 100, which was good. Um, and then we had him three for about 12, and they ended up just, yeah, four for 170. So just not really capitalising on the, the strong start we had. Um, but, yeah, def definitely promising signs. We were up and about. Um, early doors, but just yeah, partnership through the middle kind of got broke our back and couldn't really come back from there. So, so two one day losses there on the sad day. Yeah. I wouldn't say blown out the water in either of them. Competitive to a point in both. Uh, we were, yeah, we were, we were close to like being right now. Yeah, they they did with fifteen to go. So, yeah. and then yeah, so unfortunate to lose those two on the sad day. But then on the Sunday, the ones and twos continued because they were playing two day games. So. We go to the ones, and on Saturday they didn't have a great day, but they started off real well on the Sunday. If you yes. want to go through that, yeah. So I rocked up on Sunday. Um, we were chasing three hundred and five or three hundred and six for victory, and uh, Caleb was run out uh, overnight, unfortunately. So um, Collie and Smeds batted pretty much. I'm pretty sure the f whole first session together um, left K um, with a bit of pad rash, but uh, yeah, they batted really well. Um, put him in a really good position. Um, Collie ended up on 53 and Smed's got 38. 38 for about 140 rocks, yeah, I think. Real... Plenty of time. And, um, unfortunately, through that middle session between lunch and tea, we just lost a lot of wickets um, in a short amount of time. Couldn't rebuild that partnership. No, that's right. And uh, they, they bowled well to their credit. Um, uh, but yeah, just couldn't get going. Uh, ended up with 181. I think BK and Connor at the end uh, whacked them a few, whacked them around. Um, Connor got a six. First six layer cricket. Yeah. A lot of them this year. Yeah, yeah. BK, BK looked pretty good too. And uh, yeah, we got to 181, uh, which obviously was not enough, and they called it a T. Um, and then in the twos, um, we put out 117 first innings, probably well well under par for sure. Um, definitely not um, enough as decent a score as the 200 plus score was the week before. Um, and then obviously lacked that pressure on a slow deck. Um, and we. I think we had one or two overnight, uh, and then coming back on the Sunday, uh, they Melbourne cruised to that. Uh, they they needed forty more. They got that forty. Yeah, pretty easy. I think I yeah. lost one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then spin to win, mate. Curtis three for thirty, bowled really well. I think that was about off fifteen or sixteen overs. So really good. Tight. Uh, Richo took two for twenty nine. Uh, first trundle for the club this year, I believe. Um, Cammy bowled well as well, just bowled stump to stumpy. Um, Took two for 24. Um, and then in the second dig, Sammy Allen got 51 not out um, on Tuesday. Boot. Tuesday, very, very good for Sammy. He's been scoring runs all year, second half century, so good and, for him. And uh, another honourable mention would be Daniel Payne, who got two 30s uh, in both innings. First innings is a real traditional Payne innings, you know, the 30 off 130. Yeah. Digging deep for the boys. He's always done that for years, Payne, yeah. whether he's playing. Ones, twos, or threes over the last five, six, seven years. It just seems to grind out innings yep. when no one else can. So big credit to him there. Yeah, but again, just not enough on the board first innings and then playing catch up from there. Um, but they'll, they will, and we all will look back um, to bounce back this week against Uni, um, all in two day games. So it should be good fun. Absolutely. Two day cricket, key whether you bat a bowl first, mm -hmm. no matter whether you're chasing or defending, yeah. you probably want to get more than a 200 score. Yeah. Bat your overs, get a 200 plus score, and then. Let the bowls get to work. So yeah. we look forward to that this week against Uni. One's at James Oval, one of the nicest grounds going around in Wacker Cricket. Yeah, for sure. Three's away at McGillray. One of the 
not so nice as the ground in Wake Cricket. The lack of the lack of facilities hurts, but and the hill and the hill, yeah, the hill's not nice. But you know, we'll get out there and we'll try and win the game best we can. And the twos and fours back at home, yeah. So two weeks in a row at home, they're very handy for you. Yeah, it should be good. Now we head into everyone's much looked forward to and much favourite segment, the Instagram story questions. Now, I only put this up today, as in the day we're filming the podcast, and we had all the questions sent in in about three hours, and I had to filter through a lot of them very quickly. Like, but Blokes are standing by ready to go. Yeah, they, they knew it was coming. Blokes sending in 10, 15, 20 questions. A lot of them irrelevant and nothing to do with cricket or the guests or anything at all. Yeah. But... We've managed to filter down the good one, so uh, I'll pick us off here. We have a question from Brennan Backman for the first time on the podcast. Uh, to everyone, uh, who is your favourite captain at the GCC, past or present? There is only one acceptable answer. Nick. Oh, that's easy. That's chance. Absolutely? Yeah, absolutely. Lock it in. Retro. I would slightly disagree. I'd say Hyfe is the best captain I've played under, but <laughs> chance would be a close second. Yeah, it's straight by chance. Uh, indeed, I have. Indeed, I have. Well known fact around the club. So what happened? Um, Travelling from a 17s game into a fours game, I believe it would have been. Yeah. Um, arrived in the change room to see Chunks in the change room. <laughs> Obviously, a bit in distress after getting himself out. Was he supposed? <laughs> was he supposed to open? I. Oh, I trigger in the memory. No, he was not meant to be opening. Um, Due to the travel, I think I wasn't able to open. Um, and yeah, there might have been a, a bit of a bit of a spray in the change room that was very verbal that definitely got heard by the second grade. It would have been outside. Um, yeah, that was that made for an interesting day. That did. That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. City just sitting around. I was with the twos watching us bat. And oh my god, that was just hilarious. Chunksy was not a fan of the freeway that night. No, he's not a fan of the freeway. <laughs> I heard it was packed. Yeah. Uh, Dicko, favourite captain? Uh, I never played on the chunk, so I can't say chunks. Um, but I'm going to have to say Brighton. Uh, Brighton kept me in country and we won a flag. So I'm going to say, say Retro is my favourite captain. <laughs> wow. You're not wrong, because I think I was in that team as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, my favourite captain. I like playing under Simon. Back when I was playing under Simon, he's pretty good. Um, Dawson, though, wants to ask you quickly, Retro. Why isn't Dicko your favourite captain? Doesn't involve himself in the game enough, I don't think. <laughs> Parked himself at mid-off. To be fair, when I did move to mid-off to replace him, I took a catch the very next ball. Yeah. To his credit, he did captain allow moves. that. Um, game all day. Probably the... I'm going to mid-off. Probably the, the best thing he, he did on the, in the field that day. But... Oh, oh, terrible, terrible. Um, do, do I not bowl you enough? Is that, is that the point? <laughs> I only bowled you like, the week after you made 100. Or the week you made 100. Yeah. Yeah. Now you don't bowl Only, only once, now only you don't once unfortunately. Um, now, your captain right now, Nick, hi, wants to ask you, prior to taking the field on Saturday, do you ever think about the things that come out of your mouth while you're spewing in the inner ring? Or does the verbal explosion just occur naturally? Um, yeah, this is a common uh, comment that's made by many people in my life. I tend to have zero filter with what I say. Uh, so to answer his question, I do not think about what I say. I just, whatever comes to mind, it comes out. Serious case of verbal diarrhea. <laughs> that sounds exactly like what it's like to play with you in the field. I can attest to that. Uh, I've got a question from Dan Walton. 
Danny, the Silver Fox. Yeah, the Silver Fox over in England. He's responding to our Instagrams. Um, he wants to know, Nick, are you still farting the mouse? Uh, I assume he's talking about your bowling. Yes, he is. But he could also not be yeah, after no. playing with you on the weekend. Uh, yeah, look, as a slow cartel member, I think that answers for itself. Yeah. Uh, yes, definitely. Fighting the mouse still. Uh, and I've got one from Akil and Caden. This is to Brian. In the uh, premiership season, where did the nickname Tanya come from? Mm, this one this one goes back a little while. I think it might have been my third or my fourth year, 17s. I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> You lose track when you play so many. Um, one day, I think a bit early before training, might have been around the four o'clock, even three thirty mark. Um, decided to get some throwdowns. None of the boys were able to get there that early, of course, too, being too preoccupied. Um, managed to get one of the parentals on the on the wang. Reasonably good job. Um, it wasn't Mister Emmerich. No, was it? it was not Mister Emmerich, unfortunately. Uh, it was it was the mother. It was mother dearest. Um, hence, along came nickname number two, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> this bloke has two of the best nicknames at the club, yeah. ahead of like other people that only have one. Yeah, I love for it. Sure, for sure. uh, but Liam, it's a serious question though: why is why is Luke McNamee's nickname Macca? That one, that one, I never. Oh, no, that is the worst. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, we were playing a game of threes at Freo, I reckon twenty seventeen eighteen, and Luke's batting. And Bryden's score, and he just goes, So, boys, look, Mac and me, why do they call him Macca? <laughs> One of the worst questions I've ever heard on a cricket, in, 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 a, in a cricket space. And then. I, I don't think, know, I, I, think, I had a pretty bad one ones on the weekend. I think Brennan Batman let you have it as well, Richard, that day. Probably the second time he's played me. Yeah. Second, second that we recall, anyway. I don't want to call him out here. I'm not going to say what he said, but Vab. Sunday, oh. you need to be better than that. Thank you. You do need to be better than that. That was terrible. Yeah. Um, Liam Henderson to the guests, so to everyone. What do you make of the current situation between Australia and France? Let Mick Roberts answer this because he's the ass major for sure. Oh, oh, I've got my opinions on this. Um, I could talk to you for a whole podcast about this <laughs> if we wanted to. Give us a quick three sentence uh, summary. Yeah, look, Scobo's a liar. Yeah. Oh, is he? I agree, to be fair. Yeah. I actually haven't keeping up with it for someone that usually But what politician isn't? Yeah, that's true. You're not wrong there. So, Liam was hanging out for that question. Yeah. He just literally asked me 13 times to start training. Yeah. And did you pick my question? Did you pick my question? I was like, yes, Liam. I think that's inspired from the Brownlow questions. Yeah, they're when the, the same bloke asked Adam Trelaw every year, what do you make of the situation in North Korea? Yeah. So, shout out to Liam there for keeping up to date with the trends and keeping on top of the politics, but... It's a better question from Michael Dawson, which also involves Itchy himself. There's a few from Dawson. There's a few from Dawson. So his first one says, to all of, all of us, of course, Caps to win the game, your life is also on the line. Caleb or Itchy under the high wall? As in Borough? Yeah. Paul, oh, I've seen Caleb drop an absolute soda on more occasions than I can count. But Hendo, oh... He's as consistent as Deli Belly, so... Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to go... Oh, I'm Caleb. He's playing first grade. Hendo hasn't done that. Retro? Um, I'm pretty much sitting in the same boat. I'd have to back Caleb in. We once had a, a fielding competition, catch a high ball with one hand, and I believe Caleb was actually the only one who, who completed that. So I'd back Caleb in any day. Do you go? 
I'm backing Ishim. Yeah. Back my boy. I'm backing Sorry, Caleb. I'm backing Itchy in. Because the one thing I remember about Caleb is that we we're doing a 50 catch through one night. And I rocked up training late because I was at work and I went to count the car. And I heard them counting and they went 47, 48, 49. And the ball went up and Caleb just went under it. And I literally just stepped back in my car for a second because I knew they'd keep going. Yeah. And the ball hit the deck. So I'll stay with Itchy on that one. I'm backing Itchy in. Good question, Dawson. Very good question. Another question from Dawson. This one's just for Nick. <laughs> Did you get a good one on the weekend? <laughs> uh, for the first time in my career, no. Um, so why why does Dawson ask you if you got a good one? That's a good question. Is there a reputation that you always get good nuts? Uh, yes. Um, yeah, look, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get out on the weekend? I can't remember. Um, made a poor tactical judgment. Um, for the time of the game, thought we might try and get ahead of the run rate, so there was no deep in the wicket. And oh, this, yeah, like yeah. leggy, well, a bit floaty, thought I'd try and sweep him. Um, and I just didn't get down, and middle peg went flying. Very sports bet grub like grub CC cricket there. Yeah, but um, question from Dawes to Retro he goes, Do you have a sore quad, or are you just trying to force yourself as a fours bully? Um, there was a point early, very early in the season. Um, I felt like force force was the place to be, um, making runs for the first time in in God knows how long. Um, force felt like felt like a good place, reasonably good skipper. Albeit I did I did have a go at him before. He 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 has his moments, has his ups and downs. Um, the quad is is a is a relatively serious injury though. It's a pretty pretty major muscle in the body. At the end of the day. Um, <laughs> Been a been a genuine injury. Um, I did opt to stay in fours one week, um, but since since then we've obviously progressed up to up to third grade. The place to be, but you can see fifty sundries a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, <laughs> not when I not when I ball. Not when I Curtis has a question for you, Retro. And he wants to know what makes Paramount Nightclub so appealing. Appealing. Um, I guess the location is one of them. It's pretty pretty good. We we booked a hotel just around the corner one night. Um, very convenient. You can get a hotel near any nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> Metro's Metro's isn't the greatest places to be honest. Yeah. Oh. Uh, might be his his king, but not not my go to. That's blasphemy. Do you like the ball pit? Is that what you like? The ball pit. It. Mm. I can definitely <laughs> imagine you in the ball pit. Fun at fact. Two in the morning. Yeah. Fun fact. Standing up, I don't go taller than the ball pit. So <laughs> I, do, I, do to, I do have to sort of swim to. Is it the free entry? The free, the free entry that gets me. It is, it is my main friends group, friend groups go to as well. So, making making it uh, the Friday night ritual currently. Fair enough. Akira has a question for all of us as well. Uh, who's the least funny person at the club? Oh. Who does not encourage a single like giggle out of you when they open their mouth? Uh, that's a great question. No, I want to say Manny. I'm going to drop him in it. Who? Manny. Manny Bissing? Yeah, I'm dropping him in it. It's yeah. Meninda D. Oh. Meninda Pre. No, he Sorry. prefers Manny Pre. Manny Oh, um, not quite Manny. Played a fair bit of cricket with this young fella. Tur this person's turned the bluest I've ever seen. <laughs> any, any human being turned. 
I'd have to give it to old mate Sesh Pants, Sammy Allen. <laughs> He's the least funniest. It, the stuff he says, it's it's just not funny. It's, it's all it's <laughs> no, it's, it's it's not great. That's coming from me, which is quite quite extraordinary. Some of the things I say. I agree. Um, yeah. My least funniest person is not because they're not. So they're they're funny because we're laughing at them. It's not funny because of what they say. Zach Bomboni. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever actually Top heard Zach, have, you, have you actually ever heard Zach say something funny? Like the actual words that come out of his mouth are funny. Yeah, it's yeah. always his actions and some, the way he says stuff. That's how it's funny. You laugh, yeah, you laugh, but not not. With not with you him. laugh at him, yeah. I can't believe you took mine. That was such a good one. Yeah, I had Zach. Um, Dawson to Nick. Who's more competitive, you or Ronan? Oh, Ronan, without a doubt. Absolutely. Yeah, you'd wake up at five to go for a run. I don't care about that. Do you go to the beach for a game? No. no. Right. Uh, Dawson's got a big question, and I'm assuming this is for Retro, but Nick, you'll be able to answer too. He wants to know why Nissan's so bad. Inconsistency would be would be my main <laughs> answer. I'm, I'm not sure Nick's take on it. But... <laughs> I think he summed it up, Retro. <laughs> <laughs> Pom, do you know why Nissan's are so bad? No. <laughs> They're not 07 laps, are they? No, they're not an 07 laps, unfortunately. Um, and another question is... Final question. Final question is just, what's, what's your best pick-up line? Nick, oh, oh, pick up a few good ones. Goodness me. Jeez. Um, my name's Nicholas, just like I like my women. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the girlfriend did give me that one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I... I don't believe I have anything that can even compete with that. I can um, go for you if you want. Yeah, definitely. Go. Um, do you like water? Yeah. Yeah? Then you're only like 70% of me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Surely yeah. you've got a retro. Surely no, you've got no. mm. Anything more uh, of the retro? More retro seeker. Nothing that comes to mind, Something unfortunately. Gracious. No. You're the ring to my Frodo Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> you say one. Um... <laughs> Probably relatable to both of us, but I did. I did hear you once said that you had a strike rate of ten once. Strike rate of ten, yeah. That's it's. I mean, it's a fact, but I don't know if I'd use it as a pickup line. You want to Do you have any digger? No, not many, mate. Nick, Nick's the master of pickup lines. Yes. I wouldn't say that. I'm the master of pushing them out. I wouldn't say they're successful. <laughs> yeah, true, true, very true. You want one for? My favourite one's when you give them two truths and a lie. Yeah. But you make a bet with it, and you say if you get it right, you you pay for a date. If you get it wrong, you pay for a date. That's how I just picked up my girlfriend. You dog, you did not pay for your first date. With no, I didn't, because she got the answer wrong. Oh, you <laughs> no, I did pay. You were no, a child. Anyway. I did pay. What were you choosing off? Well, you say, I say that I've never downloaded TikTok in my life. And then I was like, well, that, that's not true, yeah. but it actually is. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, I've never, ever downloaded TikTok in my life. Yeah. But yeah, that's mine. So, and then the other two just random ones. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, none for you, retro. You're not gonna chip in. No, you're done. I think Nick, Nick had me covered there. Yeah. I think you did too. And with that, that's all the questions that I picked out from the selection. There were a lot, so you know, I encourage people to keep bringing them in because they are pretty good, and it is hard to pick through them and pick the ones that I pick every week. But on to Dicko's big quiz. Uh, I'd just like to point out that every person who's won the quiz so far has sat in the guest seat 
closest to the door of the selection room, which is currently occupied by Nick Roberts. Yes, sir. And I'm yet to win a quiz. Yeah, you are. That's it, pretty terrible. That is so terrible. this quiz, completely irrelevant to follow. Uh, we've got two left-handers on the podcast, so it's a completely left-handers only quiz. I'm out. No, you're still in it. I'm still in it. Every answer has something to do with left-handers. All right. Um, there's seven questions and then a who am I at the end. Obviously, uh, the who am I at the end, you might be able to win the whole lot. Um, we'll see. So, uh, buzzers, Retro, Rick. Rick. Fobo. Fobo. Yeah, just say your names. Um, we'll go one guess each for the questions because they're yeah. pretty, pretty simple. Uh, who has the most Grand Slam championships as a left-hander? Fobo. Yeah. Referendum. One zero. Got to be quick, boys. You've got to be quick. I'm here to win this week. What would a left-handed boxer be classed as? Rick. Yeah. Southpaw. Good. 1-1. One, one. Retro, you, you, you're going to get involved, mate? Can you make sure his buzz is working? Yeah. <laughs> Stay with get us in, here, Getting the confidence up for the other fellas. Coming, coming home strong. All right, okay. Number three. Who has the most test runs as a left-hander? Rick. Yeah. Uh, that would be Brian Lara. Incorrect. Ooh. Retro. Yes. Ricky Ponting. <laughs> Favorite batsman of all time. Yeah, go on. Cookie. Yeah, correct. Oh, wow. Ricky Ponting. Ricky Ponting. Jesus. We just had a for a week. Yeah, we did. Oh. Who has the most test wickets as a left-hander in one-day cricket? One-day international cricket. Rick. Yep. Mitchell Johnson. Incorrect. I want to let Mitchell go first. <laughs> Rashid Malinga. He's <laughs> <Lever, bro. laughs> Probably my best guess, Mitch Stark. No. International grip? Yeah. Is it was Mac, right? Correct, Bob. Oh. That three to Bob? Yeah, three to Bob. Um, number five. People in Japan drive on what side of the road? Rick? Yeah. Right. It's a left hand. <laughs> <laughs> Retro. <laughs> Retro? Left. Correct, mate. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Oh, Retro works for, for Fremantle, for those who don't know, so he might, he might get this. Who's kicked the most goals as a left footer in AFL VFL history? <laughs> I know the answer, I'll let them go first. I'm so sorry. It's a left footer. Oh, the who am I will get it back next. So. You actually stumped? Um, I don't know if he's left footed or right footed, so I'll, <laughs> I'll refrain from answering this time. Ah, uh, Rick. Yeah. You said, you said Freya related. No, it's not. I was just saying. Oh, Buddy Franklin. Yeah, correct. Oh, beauty. Yeah, well done. Who are you going to say, by the way? Irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. Because I wasn't, wasn't going to say Franklin. Uh, so three, two, one. Yeah, cool. Uh, how many left-handed batsmen played for the GCC in round five? Senior cricket. For the one total? Four. Yeah, one to four. Five, Rick. 13. No. Damn. Rick, yeah. 14. No. Retro, 11. No. Rick? Left. Yeah, go again. 16. No. Retro, yeah. eight. Correct. Oh, oh he just got so high. How does he get that? 
Oh, he has gone so forty-four points. Like fifty. No, no. So rare, two, rare two, breed. Three. Rare breed. Don't two, matter. Two points here for the Hulmeyer. Two seconds. Again. Is it a Gosnell's figure? Gosnell's figure. Yeah. I've messaged them. Who am I? Wait till the end, and then you can do it. All right. I have green eyes. I'm over six foot tall. I started playing cricket at nine years. I have won a premiership at the GCC. My favourite song is Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. I've never played competitive footy. I use Grove equipment. I don't like avocado and peanut butter. My go-to cafe order is a mocha and banana bread. I use tailor-made golf clubs and I drive a Kia. Here we go. Oh, by the way, this may or may not be a left-hander. Oh, retro. Oh. Yeah, go for it. Ronan DeBruce is my answer. Left-hander. Doesn't have to be left-hander. Oh, uh, I'd back Ronan in as well. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, oh. Yeah, Ronan drives a Kia. So. Yeah, you're all right. For one. Yeah. Yes! I want a quiz. Yeah, for one a quiz. Get around it, boys. First off, everything. I went, I went, oh, you say he doesn't like avocado. Yeah, I went oh, itchy last week, so I couldn't go lefty this week. And used to were there. And, I was yeah. going to say, if you started reeling off a life and question again, I was actually going to flip the table. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, well done, Fog. Congrats. I can't believe Retro said Ricky Ponting. I, <laughs> I still can't believe oh. that. Nah. I'd like, I'd like to <laughs> nah. see someone say a dumber question throughout the course of the year. I think they will. Yeah. Um, well, that, I mean, there's a bit pot kettle, but. That, they... that had. He didn't know that the Melbourne Cup was a horse race. That's worse. Yeah, arguably. That's, that's worse, yeah. That's Everyone worse. knows Ricky Ponting's a right hand. Everyone knows what the Melbourne Cup is. Yeah, but we're in a cricket club. Yeah, what race you don't know what Ricky Ponting was. I know what he was. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on to the next segment. We changed one up a bit, so we're going to get a bold prediction from Just Retro. However, Nick Roberts is going to provide us with our first whole two-day round. He's going to give us a multi for the round. So, Retro, I'll get your bold prediction first. Like bold prediction now. Prediction yeah. for the rest of the season. Or this, this week. week rest of the season. This week. We'll go this this round, two day round. Um, <laughs> two weekends. Bold predictions. I reckon there'll be a ton in both third grade and fourth grade this round. Where are we? Two oh, tons. I like that. Two yeah, tons in one round. Here in the chest. Just like threes it. and fours. Hundreds in two grades. I do like that. That's good. Yeah. Nick. Less same round mulch on us. How many legs? Minimum four legs. Minimum four legs. Uh, I'll give you a price for it. All right. So me first leg, I'll go. I'll go two per grade. I'm going to an absolute yeah. rip snorter. So Anthony Culver to go to the fifty. Yeah. How much? You, I'll give you dollar fifty. I reckon. Oh wow. Ooh. Oh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're on exam breaker, right? My yeah, exactly. God. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you a dollar sixty for Culver at fifty. All right. God, that's, that's way too. Oh, look, it's, it's slow. I'm going a dollar ninety, almost two dollars. Yeah, I'm giving a dollar sixty. I'm giving a dollar sixty, right? All right. Um, Second grade. Uh, kill no. hit to take three far. Yeah. Kill to take. Uh, kill to take what two three far? Three far. James Oval um, isn't as much of a road anymore these days. Bit of shabash shabash. Give you three bucks for that. <laughs> I'm the retro. That's good odds. Good odds, yeah, good odds. If it happens, I'll wear my hat. I don't believe it's three bucks. Um, on to the twos. Dawson to hit a hundred. Dawson hundred. 
if he can get out of bed in the morning. If you remember where James O'Neill is. Uh, oh, no, he's not James, is he? No. If you remember where Southern Park is, genuinely. <laughs> um, um, how much? I'll give you that one. That has to be upwards of five, surely. I'll give you nine bucks for that one. Yeah. Ooh. I'm taking those odds. <laughs> um, this is going to be a bit of a rogue one. Uh, Elijah Panetta to bowl and over. Ooh, I like that. Eli, one over. One over plus, so... So at least 1.1 1. 1 balls. Oh, yes. 1.1 over, oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you that one at 750. That's more likely to endorse making 100. It's going to be a good multi. Uh, on to the threes. I'm going to go for... We'll stick with Bryden's bowl prediction with a ton. And I'll say Ryan James Buckley will hide himself at seven and score 100. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, you reckon the t- you can meet the Tower's going to last that long with him? Got, got no to be at, No, he'll be on the top order bat still, mate. Got uh, to be at seven. RJ four. Buckley, 100. Yeah. Hi, for listeners to this. I'm, back, I'm backing in, Dad. That's also more likely than Dorse making 100, so I'll give you that $8. Uh, shout, and, shout out to Hi, for listeners. Yeah, he loves it. And figures. Because if, if the wiggers anything like our nets this, last, this current night, mm-hmm. they're going to be staying low. So I'm backing in... Hilfi for a threefer. Hilfi, one of the three spinners in. Hilfi threefer. Yeah. Uh, now it's fourth grade. Um, <laughs> two fifty. I give you Hilfi at two fifty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, following on Tim's hundred this current week, I'm going to go for the Horan double, and Tim will back it up with an eighty-plus score if he doesn't lose a leg and becomes an amputee. <laughs> <laughs> And and five bucks for Tim to make 80 plus. Yeah. And I'm going to tip a Caleb Panetta breakthrough, and he's going to take four plus wickets. Caleb Panetta to take four five. I'll give you that one at 890. <laughs> what did you get 890 from? Because <laughs> it's still shorter than Norse Mang 100. He might need it. He might need it. <laughs> Calculate. <laughs> Mate, that is an outstanding multi. That's very unlikely. But so, like, all right, all right then. Later on the line. One hundred. Hundred. Million. I'm sorry. Do you have hundred dollars to spend right now? Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, no, but that's a very good multi. And if that comes through, I can see the club going three from four in the next. Two mm-hmm. weeks against uni, absolutely. Yeah, so very good achievements there. Moving on to Dicko's final crack. What have you got this week? <laughs> yeah, uh, final crack this week's for the juniors, actually. Um, so 15s uh, beat the top of the table at the time, Melville, uh, by pr- quite convincingly in the end. 15 runs, I think. Yeah, um, did it with ease um, in a T20. They only uh, lost two wickets too, which is pretty good. Um, they'll back it up and they'll beat top of the table Centurions who are this week. Um, and the 17s, they'll beat Centurions as well up at Iluka. 
So up in the northern hemisphere, we got a long, long drive, but they'll get it done. Yeah, yeah, they'll get it done too. So two from two for them. Uh, 14s and 13s aren't on this week. No, but they might be the next week. Not yeah, too sure. So back the two junior teams in, and then back um, the fourth grader, so Jack Sutton and Jake Passmore. Um, they'll contribute with a couple of wickets and a couple of dismissals and some runs. So yeah, good week for the 17s and 15s all around, I reckon. So laying it down for the juniors and saying, None of them are getting done. They're all getting up. Yeah, sure. yeah. Absolutely. They're getting I, done by the fuel prices, though. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not trying to look out. Absolutely. <laughs> I thought it was going on with this. Oh, inflation's crazy. Oh, mate, it's out of hand. Do you have inflation you've got to try? Ricky Ponding. Inflation goes up, boys. That's not my strong suit, obviously. <laughs> all right. Um... That's pretty much all we have for on this edition of the Hawk Huddle Podcast. I'd like to give a big thanks to Nick Roberts and Brian Emrich for joining us. It's been... Uh, by the way, mate, you've been saying it wrong all podcasts. It's Emrich. Emrich. It's, it's a CH. It makes a K noise. So it's Emrich. All right, I'd like to thank Brian Emrich and Nick Roberts for joining us on the podcast. Thanks, boys. It's been a pleasure. Lots of laughs and... It's been real. It's been good. Let's hope the three of us can get a win. Let's hope the three of us can put all our wits together and get the three of them in over the next yeah. two weeks. Or we can get carried, maybe, which is more likely. But so, so something we started the last podcast, and I think we should continue it on. Can we get a Go Bulldogs, boys? Go Bulldogs. <laughs> oh, no. I think Nick's done it there, boys. I think Nick has finished it. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening in. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned on Facebook and Instagram. We'll have new posts out for... The next guest that we have on, get in your questions and uh, thank you and we'll have you on next time.